Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. team from the Hoodoo Gurus Great Rugby League Anthem and the link there is I'm about to talk to the Profits Guru, not the Hoodoo Guru but the Profits Guru from beforeyoubet.com.au and uh, let me tell you ladies and gentlemen this man knows everything there is to know about the greatest game of all if you are having a bet on the uh, the two games coming up this afternoon you might want to tune in and listen to some of the good oil. Guru thanks for joining us mate how are you doing? Yeah well thanks Chris mate thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, mate. Well, let's uh, recap before we preview today's two games and just look at the matches played already. Newcastle Knights, uh, they've got a pretty soft run home to the finals. They've got to play the Broncos again. They, I think, are pretty much nailed on to the top eight. Um, but they, they got home against the Broncos, and it's only the second time this season uh, that Mitchell Pearce had played with Kalen Ponga. Yeah, look, it was somewhat un- unconvincing from the Knights. The Broncos gave it a bit of a red-hot crack. They were uh, The Knights are now eight, but the problem for them, they've got a minus 139 points difference. So I was actually expecting the Knights to probably get away with it a little bit more, although having Mitchell Pearce and Ponga only together for the second time uh, this season, perhaps that'll uh, that'll take a little bit more time to develop. But the Knights were good. They, uh, they did have more possession. The Broncos' defence was actually surprisingly good. Um, there, there are a few concerns for the Knights. They did allow the the Broncos to average 10.1 metres per carry um, and get five line breaks. So it's something they probably want to work on um, in, in the next few weeks. But as you said, they've, they've still got to face the Broncos again. So that could work into their favour. I didn't see enough to suggest uh, that if they do make the eighters, I think they will, the Knights, that they will do any real damage there. Um, that can probably be said for well, any team, maybe outside the top four or five. Um, the Raiders are another team uh, on the fringe and probably might sneak into the top eight and they beat the Dragons 20 points to 12. That was the first match at Seabus on Friday. Yeah, look, um, there was 12 all at halftime. The game was in the balance. The Raiders just did enough to get the win. Credit to St. George. They were without Ben Hunt, and he's been one of their one of their best players, I think, this season. So a decent effort from them. Uh, they, they need to address a few issues that, that they've got. The Raiders, well, yeah, they're improving, but they still allowed nine metres per carry for the Dragons. They actually only had one line break, the Raiders, while the Dragons had four, and the Raiders missed 34 tackles. So, look, they go into seventh, um, depending on today's results, uh, mainly mainly to do with the Titans. But yeah, look, unconvincing with the Raiders. But then again, they can maybe come out and give it a crack on their day and, and surprise a few sides. 
All right. Well, the Eels, um, things are going from bad to worse for them. Reed Marnie um, may well be out for the rest of the season. They've got the toughest of all run homes to the uh, runs home to the finals, and uh, they were towed up by the Bunnies. Um, we can talk about the woes at Parramatta, but um, on the upside, um, things looking pretty rosy at Redfern. Yeah, look, I'll start with the Bunnies. They were great. They were up 30 nil until until the Eels crossed the line. They controlled possession with 54%. They completed high at 88% and averaged 8.9 metres per Gary. They had nine line breaks. They are just so difficult to shut down, uh, and they only missed 16 tackles. So the Rabbitohs, great effort from them. For the Eels, well, the side sitting in fourth on the ladder, you'd hardly think have only scored 22 points in the last three weeks and conceded 80. So a lot of issues there. They only had two line breaks, missed 29 tackles. And as you said, that run home, they faced Manly, the Cowboys, Melbourne, and Penrith, so that's really tough. I think I'm prepared to say that the Eels drop out of the top four. Yeah, me too. No, definitely. Uh, I think you can put your house on that. A couple of things out of that match, and we should talk about because you know, we're talking numbers and all that sort of thing. And Adam Reynolds, of course, becomes the all-time leading point scorer for South Sydney, eclipsing uh, Eric Sims' uh, record, which which stood for 46 years. It's uh, it's some kind of record for Adam Reynolds for him to take away from uh, from Redfern, isn't it? Uh, heading, of course, to Brisbane next year. Yeah, look, credit to Adam Reynolds. He's, he's been a, a club legend for the Rabbitohs for many years, and I think it's it's a fitting uh, end that he gets his name in the record books for that because he's been a, a, an out-and-out leader of that club for many years. Absolutely. And the other thing out of that match, and, and you will know this, that the uh, previous three games against the Eels, the Rabbitohs had scored... 38 points in all three of them. And uh, on this one, they were so, so close, they, they come up with, uh, with 40. Now, uh, Warriors and Sharks yesterday, it's a real, it's a, it's a hammer blow to the Sharks' top eight hopes. Uh, this match, a match they were expected to win, um, and a decision very late in the match, not to take the two points on offer. It's come back to bite the Sharks on the bum, if a Shark has a backside, that is. I don't know. Does a shark have a bum? I suppose it does. Maybe a tail. Uh, yes, there you go. <laughs> Look, it was uh, it was a tough effort by the Warriors. The, the Sharks they blew a sixteen six halftime lead. A team that uh, that gives up that in in that position doesn't really deserve to play finals football. No. It drops them to tenth on the ladder. Um, the, the completion rate was pretty good for the Sharks, as as were meters per carry and line breaks. Both sides missed thirty eight tackles in this game, so it kind of shows you where the Sharks are at defensively. And uh, I, I just don't think that the Sharks have what it takes at the moment. I think the blow of Sean Johnson um, lot, like took an edge out of their attack. And he, he was uh, leading the competition with triasis. So I think they need an answer quickly. And I don't know if Matt Moylan is the answer to that question. No. Okay. Um, and the jury, yeah, the jury's still out on that one. Roosters and Panthers then. Um, Roosters, we know the woes that they've had all season, re-injuries and retirements. Panthers, they're sort of limping towards the back end of the season as well. Matt Burton was absolutely outstanding um, for, for Penrith. I've got a text here from, uh, again, this is from Bondi Jack, and he's saying, what would you make of uh, the absurd first uh, 7-1 first half penalty count against uh, my Chooks? Look, I wasn't watching the match closely because I was preparing to call the later game. Uh, were they hard done by the Roosters? Oh, look, yes and no. Yeah. I, I think... Um... I think he got evened out later on in the match. Um, but I, personally, I, 
Yeah, look, I think Burton was terrific in this game. The Panthers are missing Cleary. Um, and as I've said before, I, I think they, they really lose an edge without him. But they looked at times to have their attack together. They're doing quite well. They comp- completed at 87%. They averaged 9.8 metres per carry. Um, they, they were doing the little things which have previously set up victory well from. I really enjoyed this game. It was an absolute cracker. But mm. credit to the Roosters. They, they were tough. And to lose six, you know, by six points with all the injuries they've got against a team like the Panthers, Panthers kind of shows uh, that the good culture that that uh, that club has. Yeah, I think Matt Burton he's uh, he, he's he's showing things that maybe even um, the Panthers didn't know that he had. And uh, I know uh, beauty of hindsight, he'd probably like to sign that or negotiate for that contract with Canterbury now um, rather than uh, what he had already done before, because his price has probably shot through the roof. He's going to be a really good pickup for the Bulldogs next year. Manly and Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne get the two points, and uh, that's their 17th straight win. Uh, but Manly certainly showed them that they um, they can match it with the big guns. The Storm, though, um, Guru, that's their 28th straight win in the state of Queensland. Yeah, that, that's a phenomenal record. And I think they're going after the, the 1975 Roosters record for the longest streak in the next few weeks. So, mm. um, Melbourne, that, they were good. They, they were really good. I, I enjoy watching them at the moment. And it was a great test to see where Manly were at. And Manly, I think they did themselves quite proud. Yeah, they lost by 10 points, but they absorbed a whole heap of pressure. They only had 42% possession, Manly, um, and they completed at 67%. So it kind of shows you where that side is at moving forward. Their defense was pretty good. They only held the Storm to three line breaks in the match. I think if you compare the two sides, they definitely both will improve um, in coming weeks. But I think that the ceiling could be a little bit higher for Manly, and I think they could narrow that margin with the Storm. Yeah, I don't think Desi Hasler will... um, I think he would have slept okay last night and woken up thinking, you know what, we are not uh, that far off um, the top dogs and and, and Melbourne are the top dogs. As you say, Guru, 60-plus percent possession uh, for Melbourne. And I guarantee you uh, most other teams give Melbourne 60 percent or more possession and they'll uh, they'll put more than a 10 point margin on you you can you can almost guarantee that today's two games and again all this information before you bet.com.au before you bet.com.au the bulldogs play the west tigers uh, that match kicks off in about uh, 35 or 30 minutes time uh, and Dylan Napa comes into the 17 for the Dogs. Kyle Flanagan, uh, again, we know he's been uh, he's been dropped. And this 19-year-old, and I don't even know how to pronounce his surname. You might be able to pick me up. Bailey uh, Biondi Odo, or Biondi Odo, I think it is. Uh, he comes into the halves, and I know Trent Barrett thinks uh, pretty highly of him. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll leave you to pronounce that one. I, Thanks, I think yeah, you did a good job might. there, mate. So well done. <laughs> look, the Bulldogs are two dollars eighty. Tigers are dollar forty two favourites. Both sides are struggling leading into this contest. The Bulldogs have conceded thirty plus points in the past three weeks, while the Tigers let a ten point lead slip last week against the Warriors. As you said, there are a few changes for the Bulldogs. The Tigers also have been forced into a change without Laurie at fullback, so M by moves there. Cheekan comes into the centres. James Tarmel returns, and Twile comes to the bench. So look. I, my confidence is quite low for this game. Um, I've been very disappointed in the Tigers recently, and I don't think they're a team which um, which is performing well in games. I think the loss of Laurie takes a spark off their attack as well. 
I, I think the Bulldogs will. They've got to play the Tigers twice in the remaining matches, and they'll they'll probably sense this as an opportunity to get a win. And with a young fella at the halfback, I'm going to back them at plus six and a half to to maybe cause an upset, or uh, the Tigers win by less than a converted try. All right. Well, I'm tipping the dogs in this one, or I have tipped. Um, the dogs have lost, by the way. They're uh, past nine games at Suncorp Stadium, and West Tigers are aiming for three consecutive wins over the Bulldogs for the very first time. I'm talking to the Profits Guru from beforeyoubet.com.au. And finally, mate, uh, the later game today, uh, which you can hear on SEN uh, 1170. Mark Braybrook and the gang will be calling that one. Titans v Cowboys. I'm looking at this uh, race for the top eight. Titans are currently in ninth position on 18 points with a a decent for and against of uh, minus 24 uh, their run to the finals, so they've got the uh, Cowboys uh, today, obviously, then Souths, Storm, Knights, Warriors. I've probably got them finishing on oh, 22 competition points. This is a really big game for them. Yeah, massive game. They'll want to get the win here. They're a $1.25 favourites, Cowboys, 380 outsiders. As much as the the, uh, the Titans want against the win, the, the Cowboys want to break their seven-game losing streak. That's yeah. uh, that's something which has really hampered their back end of the season. Tigan, uh, the Titans are, are in a bit of form. They won 34-6 last week against the Bulldogs. Cowboys, they, they were competitive with the Broncos, but really disappointing when the game was there. They, they couldn't ice it. Holmes comes back in for them. Um, which I think is a major inclusion for them and their chances. I think his experience at the back really does offer them uh, another uh, dimension in attack. Hampton then moves to the centres and also to Lungy to the wing. It's um, again, it's a it's a funny contest this one. The Cowboys have won eight out of the past ten, uh, but the get the Titans have won the past two over the Cowboys, including the round three 44-8 victory. So, look, it's hard to have either side, but looking at their stats throughout the year, the Cowboys have only scored 18.8 points in, de- in attack, and they've conceded 30.7 points in defence. I-, I think that's too much um, for-, for a team like the Titans that really wants to improve their points differential and, you know, get themselves back into the eight with a win. I think the Titans might be at their attacking best this afternoon. And it's either going to go one or two ways this game. I think the Titans will win 13 plus or the Cowboys will will break their losing streak. So, again, confidence is fairly low in this game, but uh, hopefully it's an exciting contest. Oh, you haven't got me. I thought you might pump up Sunday, uh, Guru, but you're right. Listen, so I'm tipping the Bulldogs to win uh, in that one. And then, look, if the Titans can't uh, win and win comfortably against the Cowboys, well, they are pretenders and they don't deserve a place in the top eight. There you have it. I've tipped the Titans in a good win there. All that information, by the way, is uh, can be found at beforeyoubet.com.au. Guru, thanks for joining us and enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thanks, Chris, mate. There is the Prophets Guru, and uh, we talk to uh, Guru each and every Sunday. We're going to take a short break. I'm going to try and um, shovel a little bit of lunch into my mouth in the next five-minute commercial break, and then we're going to focus on the New South Wales Cup, which isn't playing.